0: Hey loves! Welcome to the Soulful Self-Care Sessions. I'm Pleasance, your host for this sometimes magical, sometimes science sometimes super woo podcast. My intention is to create a supportive, loving home for your soul. Together, let's explore the ancient wisdom teachings of yoga, Ayurveda, and Eastern philosophy right alongside modern science, well-being, and lifestyle design. Here we live into the questions and we don't pretend to have all the answers. I deeply appreciate your support and I really hope that this inspires you to have more joy and ease every single sacred day. Hi, you guys, it's Pleasance here, and today I'm launching my first episode. Today, you are hearing this on Monday, May 28th, 2018. Although that's the live version, you might be listening to this um, in the future and going back. Today is my 40th birthday and one of my dreams for the past few years has been to have a podcast. Um, To have a place where I can gather all of these incredible teachings and friends and community and thoughts and quotes and practices that have made such an impact on my life and on those around me really because I have been really fortunate. I live a life where I, um, for over 15 years, 20 years now, been able to really share out what I'm learning, how I'm learning it. I've been able to teach classes, retreats. I've been teaching workshops and yoga and I have been fully um, invested and integrated in the yoga and the wellness community here in Washington, D.C. and the past few years beyond. Last month marked my two-year anniversary of being an author. My book is called Delight, Eight Principles for Living with Joy and Ease. And I hope that that's the first of many books to come. And this book was a love story to yoga. It was this really difficult, challenging period in my life where I was transitioning from one identity, career, purpose and um, whole life work into the unknown, right into the unknown and not sure what was going to come out of it. And so I really sat down and wrote the book with a very clear intention of gathering yoga practices, life coaching practices, meditation practices that help and had helped me um, really live out all my dreams. I have a very strong um, vibration for law of attraction, goal setting, and when I put my mind to something, being able to get whatever I want. And it's been that way for a long time now. And so sitting down to write the book Um, was really a gift of a lifetime, to be honest, because I was able to see clearly, wow, there's so much here. There's so much to share. So my life has these um, themes that I was kind of putting together, thinking about setting this, the frame for today's first episode. Why on earth would I do this? What would the purpose of it be? And I was thinking about that I have three big S's, three big Y's in my life for doing this right now um and i look at it in terms of sharing because i'm a reader and a writer and a sharer of stories i look at it in terms of service because how we serve how we care for ourselves and each other is such a big theme and then for my sailor my daughter sailor who turned 10 this year and being able to write to her To have these thoughts for her, to have these teachings for her in her future um, felt really, feels really important. So, sharing, service, and sailor are some of the whys. Now, the thing I also wanted to say is that moving into my 40s, are really about exploring unknown territories and I hope that you guys will be here for the ride with me um just really meaning that you will be here to watch me um fumble and and get ideas and follow through with some and not some others and that that's okay that's kind of part of our experience looking at my I'm looking going kind of backwards here looking at my 30s I spent the majority of my 30s teaching growing expanding and working on my yoga studio, Little Om Yoga, which I closed in um, two years ago in 2016. And, but I spent that decade, those 10 years, completely dedicated to yoga, meditation, and well-being practices for our community. My 20s, I spent completely dedicated to students and children. I was a classroom teacher um, in Philadelphia public schools, D.C. public schools, D.C. charter schools, and I taught K-1-2 and then moved to uh, become a principal of a charter school um, at age 28. And that was the end of my career. That was the last year that I taught. Um, I'll talk more about that and sort of what happened there later. But just to kind of, you know, again, give you a big overview. What what has the past, what have the past years looked like and where are we going? And then the younger years, you know, my... Um, Before I was 20, before I really started working in DCPS and uh, dedicating my life to this kind of service and sharing and children, it was a hard, really hard time. I suffered from uh, depression in high school and uh, a lot of trauma in childhood, and that really manifested in my teens. So... It was a real, it was very important for me, it always has been, to find a way to live well. It has always been important to me to find a way to be happy, to find a way to be content with my body, um, with the size of my legs and my feet and my hair and just life, you know, just totally accepting myself um, has been quite the journey. And I think that's really common There's a few things that we're going to teach here throughout the podcast that I wanted to go over and just define for you. Um, so that we're all on the same page. So the first one is yoga. When I'm talking about teaching yoga and studying yoga and practicing yoga, I'm talking about it in terms of the definition that my teacher, who I talk about all the time, um, one of my teachers, I have many and I'm obsessed with them and I love all that they have brought to my life, is Eric Schiffman. And Eric Schiffman um, teaches something called freedom style yoga and he defines yoga as uh, breathing more, loving more, and relaxing more. The art of um breathing more loving more and relaxing more and doing it now right so we approach today and we say how can I love more or breathe more or relax more and that is um what I'm talking about when I'm talking about yoga another layer from which we'll talk so much about here and we're going to do a number of episodes about Ayurveda is Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga Um, It means the study of life, the study of wisdom, the study, uh, the wisdom of life. And it is, uh, really about living in harmony with nature, healing ourselves and, um, framing our lives from the question where, and how can I nourish myself today? How can I mother myself today? It is the art and science of taking really good care of ourselves. And when I'm talking about soulful self-care, I'm talking about the deepest layers of our rhythms, habits, rituals, and what our lives look like. And really appreciating how we take care of ourselves. Um, there's a few other things that I um, talk about a lot and say a lot that I want to make sure again that we're on the same page with and that's when I'm talking about being super woo or woo woo and what I mean by that is just there are these these teachings that I've been learning and studying and a lot of them now have wonderful science to back them up, um, really uh, thoughtful uh progressive scientific evidence but there's still magic and mystery and I'm just the kind of person where I don't want to lose the magic and mystery like even if we have we don't always know why things are happening to us with this with this lens of accepting um, a more spiritual, a more enlightened, a more interesting at times way to live. We're just letting go of all the all the outcomes, all the results, all the knowing that we as sort of modern scientific humans um, talk about all the time. So we'll definitely be diving way more into. Um, woo-woo practices, and we'll have lots of woo-woo friends on the show, and we'll be talking about how that shows up in everyday life. There's so many practices that I see and teach and hear and use that are classified in this category that I just really um, have been loving. So um, I definitely want to dive in with you, but I wanted you to know where I was coming from. Talking about sacred ordinary life so this term has come up over and over since i've um really been a parent i would say um really since parenting so my daughter like i said just turned 10 so this sacred ordinary life means that we accept and embrace things like dishes and laundry and bedtimes and nap times and tantrums and making dinner every day and just this flow of rhythm that like sacred ordinary life is a gift that when we have healthy ish children meaning we're not in you know long-term care or we're healthy and strong enough to take care of our families and we are open and aware and present with our daily life that we can um really turn our ordinary life into a sacred um, experience. And not because of, I mean, listen, you could be super religious and that can be a way in, but it can also just be um, your, your devotion can be to your family, can be to your life, whether you have children or not, just at least being present with these daily rhythms and routines that can become really special moments for your mindfulness practice and for your gratitude practice, especially when we integrate into the physical body. So lots of times we're in our head and we have left the body um, and we're just spinning thoughts of the future or the past or worrying. And so when we can use these strategies and integrate them actually into our lives, um, they can really change and shift how we see our lives. I also um, talk, and I think I've already said it at least once, about living with their soul song. So what does it mean to have our soul song be heard? And this concept I heard um, and started to dive into uh, around the four desires, which is definitely a teaching that we will have an episode about. Um, I learned about it from Rod Stryker and the book Four Desires and the Meditations for Desires and the workbook and did a, a few day retreat with him to just really dive into these areas of our lives. But um, the soul song is our purpose, our uh, could say Dharma nature, our true nature, our calling. Um, And it doesn't have to be something big and fancy and sexy. It can literally just be showing up for your life, your work, your family, Um, but doing it with a sense of pride Mm. and deep care for yourself. Our soul song is listening to our creativity and our artistic desires and allowing them to also live here. Okay. I think that One of the things that I see and hear and coach and mentor women most on is like asking them what brings you joy and what lights you up and when do you feel in flow? And a lot of um, modern, super smart, super successful women have a hard time answering those questions because for a number of reasons, right? Like we've been trained that um, soul song is not how we make all the money or how we necessarily get the relationship or how we how our ego gets fueled, right? Because a lot of our soul song work is a longer journey and um, not always, we're not always producing, we're not always getting, you know, check marks or patted, pats on the back for um, living with our soul song and lighting it up. You know, I think about that often because I write every day um, in my journal or on the blog, and sometimes I publish and sometimes I don't. And sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. But my soul song with writing um, and reading is that it's just such a part of me. And I know that I wouldn't feel whole without having those um, daily activities in my life. And so I just also want to encourage you always to to think about your soul song and where that's showing up in your life. And I'll be talking about that over these next um, episodes. Also around... um, Living from the inside out. So I also say this a lot, and that just means again that our soul is being heard, that we are um, listening to our intuition, that we're moving forward in our life, in our movement, and in all of our well-being practices from the inside out rather than the outside in. So an example of this would be sort of the traditional uh, boot camp and weightlifting classes, which are really um, are really they can be either inside out or outside in. If we're doing these things just for external appearance and just for praise of others or just to look better, um, I just want you to play with what, what does it look like to ask the question, how could I feel better today? And how could I feel fully uh, integrated in my body? And that could still be the same exact movement practice. It's just that we're living and breathing from the inside out rather than outside. in, we're doing it because we want to feel good from the inside out rather than getting the praise from the outside in. Because a lot of us have done that in the past, whether it's using our minds or our bodies. And we get to a certain level of success um, in our career or in our lives. And we notice that we've kind of moved away from the joy that it once brought us. We've moved away from the joy that is accessible to us, Um, sometimes because we've layered on other people's expectations, sometimes just because we've kind of lost our way. And so this, the whole idea of this podcast is about coming home, is about practicing breathing and living and loving and communicating self-care and soul care practices that really help your life, okay? Um, And the last thing I want to say today is this quote that I have next to my desk, which is from Brene Brown strong back, soft front, wild heart. And I just think about this every day in terms of like really how to hold ourselves up in the world. How do we live and breathe in this world in a way that um, invites connection and community and that makes a difference? Like, I'm not interested in having this podcast for just having more conversations and more noise. I'm finding that my students and our community are craving um, these deeper teachings they want to listen to them a few times so that it can start to sink in and that's what this pur- purpose is is we develop that strong back over time we support our spine we support um, our physical body so that we can hold ourselves up in this world soft front this means that we are dissolving our armor that we are opening our hearts to our communities, that our lives are loving and compassionate reflections of ourselves from, again, that inside out, that I do believe, I, you know, I study and practice a lot of Shambhala meditation, and we always teach in it that all, all of us um, have basic goodness, that we all are made of love and compassion and generosity at the core of who we are, And if I really believe that and see that in the world, that I'm seeing that soft front um, in everybody. And the thing is, is that life, all of our struggles and challenges, really um, we build up that front armor and we can really close off and disconnect from our warm, loving, compassionate heart. So strong back is that strength and clarity, attention to purpose, Um, and meaning and then bringing it out to the world. And then that soft front is allowing our interactions and our communications and how we live in the world and work in the world to be from who we truly are from that soul song. And that soft front is just radiating love and kindness into the world. And our wild heart, so that's what she says, strong back, soft front, wild heart. Wild heart to me is creativity, singing, dancing, um, cooking, gardening, like loving relationships, um, just being alive, the creative, the fun part. It's really the bridge too, between that strong back and that, and that soft front. It's really that in between that pulsation of our life and of our vibrancy and our energy. Um, and so these are just some of the, the ways, the terms that I want to, Um, really dive into this podcast together. It's a total experiment and exploration. Like, what will this be like, these conversations and these practices? um, You know, again, turning 40, I think that it's time. um, Part of one of the things that I love to do is to try totally new things and then share with our community and share with the world like, oh, this is what felt awesome. And oh, this was so scary. And, um, you know, I think that putting yourself out there in in this way is can be really scary. And so I am just staying very much focused on the fact that this is for you, that these practices are a gift for you, that these teachings and conversations and thoughts are um, for you to help you, support you, so that you can really feel connected to your own soul song, that you can um, be totally alive and engaged with your sacred ordinary life. And so to close out today, um, let's just bring our hands to our heart and take a deep breath. May you be happy, may you be safe, may you be healthy and may you live with ease. Namaste. Hi, it's Pleasance here and Sailor, Sailor say hello. hello. And this is our pre-recording of our first podcast. So, Sailor, how does it feel like to be on a podcast hosted by your mom? Um, okay. And when you grow up, do you want to start a podcast? Maybe. What would it be about? Acting. Oh. Do you have any questions for me about starting a podcast? Yes. What is your um, so? Search- Like, how did you begin to want to do a podcast? Well, I love learning from podcasts. I love listening to them. I love going on walks and cooking and listening to people and thought it would be just awesome to share some of the things that I teach. um, All the students and women in the D.C. area who i have been teaching for a long time, I thought it would be so fun to have a podcast. And also, the other reason I want to do it is because... If we, if I record these teachings and I get them all organized, do you know who's going to have them when she grows up and gets older? Who? Hmm. (laughs) So it's for you. I'm doing this for you, sweet girl, because I want you to have all of this recorded, all of this wisdom, all the things that help me feel better and feel good in my body and in my life and not feel so stressed out. I want the same for you. So I'm doing it for you, girl. My second question is why? And what are you going to be teaching about? Meditation, yoga, well-being, Ayurveda, Enneagram, planning, my favorite thing. Why are you teaching about this? Because these are the things that when we dive deeper and learn more about them, it really does help us see our lives differently and feel differently in our relationships and in our life. And that's my experience, embodying yoga, having practices, getting up early and journaling and just enjoying life as much as possible. That's what I'll be teaching about. Well, that's great. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you.